Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I am very thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Berlin Archaeology, and this uh, city is very ancient and probably at least 800 years old, probably older. It's an archaeology magazine, September, October, and it's a fairly substantial article, and I've made myself little notes all throughout the article. So we're not going to do this whole article, fine article, by Andrew Curry. I appreciate the work he did on this. But let's get started. And so uh, it's got first a picture that's kind of, you tell it's in the middle of a city. And it says this, under the caption, A large-scale excavation in the middle of Berlin has uncovered artifacts and structures dating back eight centuries, including the foundations and machinery of the city's first electrical plant, which was built in the late 19th century. Now, obviously, we're looking at things way older than that. So I'm fixing to turn the page to find my notes here. Find my notes. Um, it's got another picture here, and now we're moving backwards a little bit. 400 years of foundations from those of 15th century buildings at the bottom of 19th century structures at the top have been uncovered by archaeologists digging in the center of Berlin. So now we're in the 1400s, but we're going to go back further still. And so uh, it's talking about Malaris, uh, a gentleman, explains that the current excavations are possible uh, because of Grand Dois plans made the Nazi era. The area had been densely populated for at least 800 years and formed part of the city's earliest core. Even after the construction of the so-called Red Town Hall, Red Brick Edifice with 300-foot tall central tower was completed in 1869, the streets nearby were home to thousands of people. So here we see it extends back at least 800 years, but we're going to go back even further as I turn the page once again, and I found this fascinating. The first mention of Berlin is an account in of a 1237 legal dispute that names a priest from the town of Cologne as a witness. Historians know from documents preserved in other towns in the region that the German capital began as two settlements. That's interesting information. Uh, Berlin and Cologne facing each other on opposite banks of the spree. For centuries, 1237 was recognized as the city's official beginning, although historians assumed it was probably at least a few decades older. And here was their reasoning for that. If a priest is named, you have to figure there's a church, Garlic says. So there's probably already a city 20 or 30 years before, at least. Connected by a bridge, the two towns had their own market squares, town halls, and churches, along with separate uh, mayors and town councils. Some of the few surviving records from the early period show it wasn't until 1432 that the t uh, two towns formally merged to a single city of about 8,500 residents. Okay, so now we're back into the 1200s and we go back yet further. Got some pictures here. Um, the remains of more than 4,000 people, this is under a uh, picture, 
a photograph, a couple of photographs, were discovered in the cemetery attached to Berlin St. Peter's Church. Radiocarbon dating of the remains prompted researchers to put back the founding date of the city by almost a century. All right. So we're going to kind of pick up in that. Ultimately, archaeologists identified 3,200 graves containing remains of more than 4,000 people. Mellish focused on the cemetery's deepest graves, which she suspected belonged to some of the first people to be buried in what is now Berlin and was then Kalin. These early burials were simple, with no grave goods or coins to help date them. She turned to the bones themselves using radiocarbon, dating to determine when the people had died. The results were a surprise. The archaeological evidence from uh, Petroplets shows that the first known Berliners lived and died there around 1150, at a time when control of the region was still contested among competing Slavic and German princes. The timing suggests that the ruler uh, of nearby Brandenburg was the city's founder. See, now that's pretty amazing. We need to rethink the city's whole history, says Garlich, who worked with Mellish to analyze Paraplit's finds. Now, here's something else that I thought was interesting. And I think you'll find it interesting, too. Early Berliners were remarkably healthy and tall, with many of the men standing more than six feet and the women taller than the average German woman today. Subsequent century skeletons from the cemetery shows more people are shorter and more likely to die from disease. So, I mean, that's maybe unexpected findings there, too. Um, and, you know, Christianity, in a certain sense, would have been in this area. Many people just label it Aryan Christianity, not Aryan like Nazi Aryan, but with an I, meaning they did not believe in the full deity of Jesus Christ. Now, there was one other thing that I just thought was totally incredible. A well-preserved road made of oak logs discovered in the center of Berlin has been dated to the 1200s, making it one of Berlin's first public infrastructure projects and the city's oldest road. And they've got a picture of it. So imagine that, making roads out of logs in the 1200s. I mean, mean, Roman roads are still used, but they weren't out of logs. They were out of incredible brick and stuff like this. So pretty cool. The archaeology of Berlin, I just thought some of you might find that interesting especially because when you start going into Christianity's early days, was very close to there, like Priscillian was killed at the Council of Trier in the 390s AD. Um, you just, and again, many of them had some form of Christianity, and uh, but many were pagans. So God bless. Thanks for being here. Join us daily, and we'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.